Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Skimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle Skimmel's, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences along with trackside promotions, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. First post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30, and fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each Saturday and Sunday throughout our classic meet. The NFL playoffs are here, and you can play in our $18,000 Santa Anita Pick'em contest every weekend. It's an online contest mixing popular sports props with $500 in prize money to the top winner each day. Again, first post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30. Thoroughbred Owners and Breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menabar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-H mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes runout pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit bgthoroughbredfarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabree, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Boy, the weather has really changed for the better here in Southern California. Sunny skies and uh, just really idyllic conditions at Santa Anita, where the turf was firm yesterday. We're able to run out of the turf chute. Main track listed as fast. Nine race card today. We had ten of them yesterday, and our main event was a marathon mile and one half for Phillies and Mares, the $100,000 Astra, and hats off to trainer 
Michael McCarthy. Heck of a job with Duvet Day. He said after the race that uh, she's an absolute mile-and-a-half type, type of horse. But I thought a tremendous ride from a very exciting young jockey. He was uh, the Eclipse Award champion jockey for North America back in 2019. He comes off being leading rider up at Woodbine in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. His name is Kazushi Kamura. And uh, he is an exciting young talent. I just thought, uh, uh, you know, a, a tremendous job from off the pace yesterday. And uh, th- that filly really came running. He gave her a little bit of a breather midway around the far turn. It looked like maybe she was idling to the leaders, wheeled five wide, and uh, really was super impressive in victory uh, in running down the second choice of the race, queen, qu- second choice in the race, queen of the temple uh, with Juan Hernandez. According to our morning linemaker, John White, uh, Duvet Day got an 89 buyer speed figure in winning uh, yesterday's Astra Stakes. Well, on the road to the Kentucky Derby, uh, a lot of attention focused down at the Big Easy early last evening. And if you watch the Lecomte Stakes, that was the 14th and final from Fairgrounds yesterday. Grade three, grade three $200,000 guaranteed. And our next guest, Jonathan Hardoon, was certainly a way more than casual interest in the post-time favorite and winner. A dedicated deep closer, instant coffee, trained by Brad Cox, ridden by Luis Saez. And he just gets it done. He's three for four lifetime now, his second con- consecutive stakes victory. Instant coffee selected at public auction by John's son, uh, Joey Hardoon, and owned primarily uh, by Al Gold of Gold Square LLC. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs. Say hello to Jonathan Hardoon right now. Hey, John, good morning, and congratulations on that nice win from Instant Coffee in yesterday's uh, grade, grade three LeCompte. Well, it was a hell of a buildup. Uh, I'm sure we've got a guest here. Hey, John, how you doing? Good, Mike. How are you? Thank hey. you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> nice to have you. I, I, I'll tell you, that that made for a long day for the Hardoon household. I know how early you're up every every day, every weekend. And then that race, I believe it went at 7.30 Eastern. Yeah, it was the 14th and final. The good news was that the rain stayed away for the most part, so the track was in pretty good shape. And... Uh, you know, instant coffee just ran his heart out. He never stops running. He always tries. He was five wide uh, on a track where he really wanted to be inside, and uh, he just keeps going. Three for four lifetime now, and uh, every race has been better than the previous one. You know the drill, so that's all good news. Good, good news indeed. And uh, I mean, let's face it. It doesn't look like he's got any distance limitations, but he might be pace dependent. We'll find out. We know the Kentucky Derby is a tough race to win from off the pace, but that's a long way down the line. Uh, I think everybody connected with him had to be very, very happy how he got it done, and it looks like he's getting better, John. He is, Mike, and Cox is extremely happy this morning. The horse came out of the race fine, and uh, I guess they're going to keep him in Louisiana for the time being, and, uh, you know, he's got points now, and that's the whole point at this point. He's trying to get points, and... uh, you know, again, he's done nothing wrong, and everything is good, so you can't complain. It's exciting. It's a good spot to be in, and, uh, you know, to do it two years in a row is really important, and uh, it, it's certainly all positive. Two years in a row, you're referencing Cyberknife, uh, who's going to be center stage uh, this coming Saturday, 
at Gulfstream Park in, in that $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Uh, tell us about him and uh, when you're entering for Saturday's races at Gulfstream and what kind of a morning line do you think we're going to be looking at? Well, actually, they're drawing this morning for the Pegasus, from what I understand. They're going to draw, I think, 12 o'clock East Coast time. So we're going to find out what the story is. A full field of 12, obviously, post position is extremely important. You don't want to be hung out wide. But if he draws a good post, Mike, he's going to be one of the favorites. He's got a chip on his shoulder. The connections are pissed off that he wasn't included in the uh, Eclipse top three. They opted for a uh, turf horse instead, putting in nine games. Yep. So uh, nothing better than revenge by winning this race. Uh, they'll sort of stick it to everybody, and uh, that's the point. I love approaching any game with a little bit of a chip. That's that's a huge edge. And uh, I, I, I do believe what you're saying. I think Brad Cox feels like the, the horse was dissed. But uh, post position is, uh, man, it's key there at Goldstream going a mile and one-eighth. It's a quick run to that turn. And it just seems like, John, if you're outside, that that is one tough assignment. No, you're doomed. If you draw the 11, 10, 11, 12, you're in big trouble, let's be honest. So the idea is to draw an inside post, and uh, certainly towards the inside, he has tactical speed. He always runs well. He will not embarrass himself, but obviously you want a good post. Okay, listen, I've already cleared this with Jason Egan and Chris Mers in the racing office here at Santa Anita. If Cyberknife draws outside scratch... We'll bump the the pot by two million here for the Santa Anita handicap, and he can go out here uh, in, in the prestigious big cap at a mile and a quarter, where post position doesn't really mean much. That's a great plan, Mike. Unfortunately, <laughs> they, have, they have a commitment to what spend for Rick bombs, and I think yeah. uh, twelve o'clock Saturday night he turns into a pumpkin and goes back home to. Yeah. We the bunch of Phillies lined up, and, and by the the first uh, Saturday in March, uh, Cyberknife will have had uh, quite a few dates. So anyway, <laughs> I, I just thought I'd run that by you, John. I, I got to say this though, and we talked off air. I didn't see the LeCompte till this morning. I, I'll tell you what, those races when it gets dark, they're not that easy to watch back there uh, at, at fairgrounds. No, they're not in the TV angles that they show. You know, I, I don't play the track often, to be honest with you. I play it on big days if we have a horse running there or something. But it's a tough place to watch a race. It really is. And, uh, you know, uh, at least they have the drone angle and all the rest. But but it, it's very difficult. And the lighting situation, like you said, is really tough. John, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you were, you know, keeping in touch with what, with what we were doing at Santa Anita yesterday. I mentioned this jock, uh, Kazushi Kimura, just a class act. His English is actually very good. Uh, you know, he, he, it's obvious he is dedicated to one thing, and that's being a jockey. And he's one of these guys you can just tell he wants to absorb everything he's, he can. He's in a room now that, it, to me, is second to none. I mean, we got Frankie DeTore. You got the likes of Mike Smith. Flavion Pratt, who, you know, we acknowledge he's struggling right now. Juan Hernandez. This is an incredibly deep room right now. And here's a kid. He won his first race last Sunday. It was in the grade three La Cañada on Kirsten Bosch for John Sadler. He wins his second race yesterday for Michael McCarthy in the $100,000 Astra at a mile and one half. Then he comes back in the last race and doubles on the day uh, aboard a horse by the name of Hawker at, uh, at 1680. So, you know, and again, that was for Sadler. To me, this is 
this is a jock worth watching. I don't know how long he's going to be here. He'll probably be set in sail right about the time Keeneland starts, and you know he's probably going to be heading back up to, to Woodbine where the purses are incredible. But, uh, John, it underscores the fact that the room here is really deep right now. It really is, Mike. And uh, he's got three wins, and they're all on the turf. And, and the ride on Dubay Day in the big race yesterday was a terrific ride. The horse could certainly uh, excel at the distance. Mike McCarthy's done a terrific job. But uh, Kazutsu Kamura, I heard him interviewed last week. You're right. He speaks English perfect. He knows what's going on out there. And uh, it just looks like he's finally starting to get some confidence. You know, it's not easy breaking into a room like that, Mike. you got Flavian Pratt. Johnny V, all these guys, Mike Smith. Yeah, you know, you're sitting around a bunch of Hall of Famers, and you're like in awe, I guess, to begin with. And uh, eventually, you get warmed up, and you get your confidence. And uh, he's got quite a future ahead of him. Yeah, you know, you mentioned Johnny V. Uh, uh, he, he's 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 making his presence felt. Uh, we got a couple of guys tied. Uh, Juan Hernandez on top with 18. Then Edwin Maldonado, who just continues to excel. He, along with Frankie Dettori, are tied uh, uh, 10 back of Hernandez at 8. And then uh, a couple of guys with 6, uh, Mike Smith and Johnny V. So uh, it, it's encouraging. Several of these guys won't be here all that long, but right now, it elevates the product, no question about it. Listen, nine of them at Aqueduct today. You guys get underway at 920 Pacific. Uh, what are the conditions like today there? It's overcast. It's cool. Uh, they had snow upstate in Saratoga, but nothing at New York, nothing at Aqueduct. So that's a good sign, and uh, they should get the day in without any problems. Who do you like? Let's look at the eighth race today, Mike. Six and a half furlongs. It's the Franklin Square Stake, and it's for three-year-old fillies. And I like the number five horse in here, Bantera. This is a three-year-old filly from the Stevens Newsom barn. Five career starts each race better than the previous one. Makes a first start as a three-year-old. First start on uh, um, with Dylan Davis. I like number five, Bantera, to uh, upset and win today's eighth race out at Aqueduct. Okay, and, and John, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, just a terrible thing happened yesterday morning at Tampa Bay Downs. Uh, a 19-year-old exercise rider, I, I certainly did not know him, by the name of Daniel Quintero. Apparently, uh, you know, his horse wheeled, was going the wrong way. His feet came out of the irons, had very little control. There was a collision with another horse, was the, the written account, and uh, tragically... Uh, no longer with us at the age of 19, and our jockey colony came out to the winner's circle following uh, the third race yesterday for a moment of silence, and it once again underscores uh, this is a dangerous, dangerous game, and uh, the guys who play it, they're special. Every time they get a leg up, they know what's involved here. So uh, our, our thoughts, prayers, condolences go to the family of uh, Daniel Quintero, 19-year-old exercise rider, Yesterday morning at Tampa Bay Downs. John, it's tough to transition to the website, but we'll, we'll do it. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. What's there? Food best place, $10. Full car, $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, and Oak One Selections. And Mike, I echo your sentiments. Just a horrible, horrible situation. And uh, the yep. jockeys all over the country came out yesterday, I guess, in different races and, and yeah. uh honored him with a moment of silence, but 19 years old, Mike. Unreal. That's, that's just horrible. Horrendous. Hey, John, uh, good luck with the post-position draw, 
and you might mention Mr. Gold and Joey if they'd like to push the dating thing back. Uh, uh, just a few weeks. He's got time. We might work something out out here. Anyway, all the best, and I can't wait to hear you with uh, John Lindo and Bob Ike next Saturday talking about that Pegasus and so much more. Okay, Mike. Thanks. Stay safe and be well, and I'll talk to you soon. You, you got it. Hey, before we go to Ron Flatter, we're going to Santa Anita and going to check in with a good friend of mine, jockey agent Brandon O'Brien. And uh, he now represents uh, the aforementioned Kazushi Kimura, uh, Japanese jockey winner uh, of yesterday's uh, $100,000 Astra at a mile and one half on turf aboard the Whitey McCarthy train Duvet Day. Brandon, good morning. Congratulations. And uh, I know you're excited to get this this young kid, and he's an incredible talent. Hey, thanks, Mike. Good morning. Yeah, he is. Uh, it's been very fun first week, to say the least. You know, he had uh, announced when he came here uh, he was going to be staying with his agent from Toronto. And the guy, I don't believe, ever came down here. And I think he's, you know, Kazushi has made the right decision. He'll probably, you know, reunite with his his, his original agent if he goes back to Woodbine. But to me, you got to have somebody on the scene here. And I know you're already getting him in to some new barns, Brandon. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, just like from what I know, it's just an a issue with the visa. So I was next man up. Uh, so to speak, and right. yeah, just uh, yeah, getting him uh, his face out there and meeting new trainers because uh, a lot of, I mean, you know, he had no connections with anyone really here as far as uh, uh, you know on a personal basis. So now he's meeting new people and uh, they really like him. Brandon, I, I just thought a tremendous ride uh, in that mile and one half Astra yesterday, and I know you're 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 biased, but yeah. uh, you got something to sell here with uh, with this jock. Yeah, and that, that was a, a very good ride, you know, just the, the patience of it. But I was thinking this morning, I, I kind of like the, the winner in the last a little better just because the break is so important. And he broke on top yes. on the maiden of John Sadler's, kind of settled in behind, tipped out on the turn, and finished finished as good as anyone. And that's, that's one of the good, uh, things I really like about him. He is a very, very strong finisher. Good so out of the game. Me, I was I was... I was a little more impressed with that one than the stake. Yeah. Well, what have you done for me lately? So you're going to go to the last race. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was that was uh, the stake was the uh, the eighth. Uh, but the the last race was six and a half out of the turf shoot. Again, totally different ball game. Like you say, it's not just hey, we're going to lope along and then to you know find a seam and and try and out kick them. Yeah. A completely different situation and a powerful hand ride late. I know the fact that his English is so good makes your job easier, Brandon. Yeah, no, he's a great kid, and people like him. And and it's funny, the a couple times after he's had winners, he's uh, he he said, uh, you know, I'm so happy when I win because I know this makes your job easier. So you know, it's not definitely not all about him. He's a team player, and and he's 100 percent right. It does does make my job easier. Well, well, along with that, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to stop by the donut shop a time or two himself instead of having the agent do it and bring that out to the to the guys that maybe you won for the day before, Brandon. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he got yeah. He asked me today. He said, "Oh, just let me know uh, what I owe you for the McDonald's." And I said, "Well, I need a couple of tax. I need tax write-offs myself." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, hey, yeah, he, yeah. Brandon, how many is he on today? Oh, uh, just one today. One okay. today. We had a little little slow day at the entry box, but uh, next week looks really good. I hate to get personal, but the two wins yesterday—is that going into your account or the other agent? 
Uh, 100% my account. <laughs> we'll take it, Brandon. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. Bye. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Thanks very much. Uh, Brandon okay. O'Brien, agent for Kazushi Kimura. Now we get back to uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Boy, we got a lot to talk about with this guy. Ron Flatter from Horse Racing Nation. Ron, good morning. Good morning. And uh, I greet you on a day where we have snow on the ground. We have fresh snow. Doesn't that sound delightful? Well, I'll tell you, no. the, the, no. cli- <laughs> the climate there in Louisville is uh, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, you know, and you're experiencing it all. I mean, the summers, a lot. Of, I tell you what gets me more than anything there, Ron, it, it, the, the allergy thing. You got the Ohio River, and it carries so much of that stuff airborne. Anyway, this isn't a weather show, but uh, it can be a challenge. It is, yeah. 68-degree temperature swing just in the winter. You know, we went from minus 5 Jeez. to 63. So, you know, it's a little, just a little different. Yeah, how about that? Uh, Ron, before we uh, maybe get a best bet at a racetrack somewhere, uh, we, we got to talk NFL. A couple of huge sure. games today, uh, as you know. I mean, uh, the Bengals, who who went to the Super Bowl last year, uh, uh, they're a five-and-a-half-point dog. understand there's big issues with their O-line going up to Buffalo. And then the 49ers, uh, I'm looking at three-and-a-half uh, favorite against Dallas uh, at Santa Clara. What do you make of both of these games? Well, the numbers have gone up on each one. It's now Buffalo 6. Those offensive line problems for the Bengals are certainly making betters bearish on Cincinnati. And so I think that's a good number. If you, and I'm laying it, too, Buffalo laying the six at home. And, of course, we're expecting Jamar Hamlin, perhaps, to make an appearance. Wow. So you know that that's going to infuse the crowd, if not the team alone. I mean, he hasn't been back with the team in person that I know of yet. And so that's going to be a huge thing. You know, that can also make you like a, a an energy comet. I mean, that could come and then you could burn yourself out quickly. But again, you came back to the real point of this. It's the offensive line problems. When you've got two starters missing for Cincinnati, uh, that's going to be a real, real problem uh, for Joe Burrow to be dealing with during the course of the day. But I'm actually more bullish, even more so, on the 49ers. That number's gone to four, and I'm so confident they win against Dallas that I'm even taking what's called a pleaser bet. That's where you raise the point spread. You lay even more points. I'm going to lay nine Hmm. and get a plus 195 on that so I can almost double my money on the game. That's a sprinkle on the side. I'm also laying the normal number, two with a little bit more on the line there. But here's what I come back to. Dallas was on the road on a Monday night, and it's got to go on the road on short rest to come back and visit the 49ers. So uh, yeah. the schedule maker really screwed the Cowboys in this case. And the 49ers, look, I know Brock Purdy, there's there's a certain element of, well, when's it going to catch up with him? The team's too deep. And I know I said the same thing last week, and I really screwed up because I thought Tampa Bay would beat Dallas. I looked really bad there. But I think the Niners, I think there's a lot more there there, and especially when you have the difference in rest. I mean, that's going to be a big thing today. For this game, I, I to me Dallas has just got so much to overcome. It, one, they're playing a much much better football team, as you mm-hmm. note on short notice. And I mean, Dak looked great, but can he look great on short notice against the likes of the Forty ers Who, in the opinion of a lot of people, should have represented the NFC in the Super Bowl last year, you know, but for a little misfortune. But that's that's the way it goes. They didn't. But, uh, I mean, they're just rolling right now. This is a tough assignment for the Cowboys. Yeah, and the other thing I look at, too, on this game, especially when you consider the 49ers are they're so good on defense, or can be. I know they've shown moments where you go, oh, well, maybe not. But that 46.5 or 47 total 
to bet under that. I'm not going to do that in this game just because I've got so many other eggs and other baskets uh, going just with the 49ers uh, to try to roll it up on the Cowboys. But uh, that 47 number might look tempting as well. And, and you know, as we're talking here, Ron, you talk about the rookie, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, you know, the the last guy selected. And I'm going to draw a comparison to horse racing sometime. People can make mistakes. I think they did it with Lava Man for a long time. You see a claiming race or two on a horse's form, and it, it it you can't get it out of your head, and you're not taking into account what this horse now in this case, what this player is doing now, not what he did six months ago when maybe there was a thirty-two thousand dollar claiming race on his form. This guy for me, I don't have any more questions. I like what yeah. I see week in week out. I like what I hear from the guys he's in the huddle with. To me, it's just load up, you know. Yeah, I think I think we do tend to put too much stock in old past performances. Yes. I think that's what ends up happening. You know, it's the two-year-old that didn't show you anything sprinting, but then all of a sudden he grows into himself as a three-year-old. You give him two turns, and it's a different horse. It's the same deal. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Hey, anyway, Ron, uh, you're, you're there uh, in the bluegrass. Where might you be going for a, a radio play uh, today? Coming your way, sixth race, the maiden race, 67 grand going a mile in the 16th for these maiden three-year-olds. I'm loving to watch these maiden three-year-olds. It's been a lot of big races for them. I'm going with uh, Michael McCarthy's horse, Navy, uh, to try to break the schneid here. Really had a troubled sixth place last out at your place going a mile, and this time now adds the blinkers. The other thing, too, uh, here's a stat that Brisnet provides. Uh, Michael McCarthy, with a beaten favorite coming back, is hitting at 32%. Mm. And that's what he's got here with Navy Man, who was the favorite last out at 5-2, to two, losing to Mr. Fisk. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go against Harlow Cap. I'm going against the Baffert, and I'm also counting maybe on the speed burning out on the front. First run for Navy Man in the sixth race uh, today at Santa Anita, where the race should go on. And, by the way, what in the hell were they thinking of Tampa Bay Downs yesterday going ahead and racing six hours after an exercise rider died on the racing surface that they were using? I mean, come on. Honestly. They could have they should have called off the races yesterday. Yeah, I my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I gotta stay out of that. Uh it's it's just okay. beyond tragic. Um you know, I'll tell you this, Ron. I was at Santa Anita sitting in a box seat section with my best friend in high school and a couple other people. Uh, when Alvaro Pineda was killed. He was on a horse named Austin Mittler who reared up in the gate, and uh, Alvaro hit his head uh, on the top there. And uh, there wasn't a a dry eye in the house. Believe me, there was not. This is winter 1975. Right. And uh, then they picked it up and ran. And then I was at Fairplex when we had that that tragedy with uh, J.C. Gonzalez, and we called the races off. And I will tell you this, on that day, we had a couple people say, hey, why aren't we running? We ran uh, when when Pineda was killed, and I didn't say anything. Like, I'm not going to say anything now, but my take okay. on it was, I don't care what we did 30 years ago or whatever. I don't really think it's right to pick it up and run. You know, that's, okay. that's well, where I I'm at. We've, we've, we've said our piece. Yeah, basically. Piece. Yeah. You know. yeah. Hey, Ron, uh, always interesting conversation. Uh, Navy man, and I guess in your case, it's go Niners, baby. Go Niners and go Niners some more. That's absolutely (laughs) right. All right, have a great day, Ron.
All right, thanks, Mike. All right, Ron Flatter with us, and uh, we'll step aside. Coming back strong. Got a lot to talk about uh, with John Lindo. Uh, there's a story uh, column by Ray Pollock up at his website, The Pollock Report, talking about late odds changes and much more, and big picture how we need to be really looking at this. That and much, much more is straight ahead. Don't go away. She was making for the trades on the outside And the downhill run to Papa Ete Off the wind on this heading live of Marquesas You got 80 feet of a waterline Angels Radio AM 30 here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halu Aloha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the 
the Big Island. Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Bays. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting a best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. Think about Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I don't want to waste any time. Welcome aboard John Lindo down in Carlsbad. Hey, John, good morning. I'm going to throw Leilani Mabri under the bus one more time here. Uh, you know, we lost David Crosby a few days ago. She asked me during the break, uh, w- was he related to Bing Crosby? I said, Leilani, don't tell anybody else that. A- anyway, sorry, Leilani, I couldn't help it. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a big loss, and uh, we're paying tribute to David Crosby along with some of his uh, his bandmates. Is she upset? I don't even see her right now. Leilani, you still there? Uh-oh, mom's a word. John, good morning. How are you? <laughs> good morning, Mike. Uh, I tell you what, it just makes you feel our age uh, when you start that discussion. Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, the first guy she met said was Bill Crosby. I said, Leilani, he's a brother. No, not him. The guy that does the Christmas song. I thought that's Bing. So anyway, here, here, she's not going to speak to me the rest of the year. Uh, listen, something not so funny raised uh, in a column. I thought awesome. Uh, my view from the eighth poll by uh, by Ray Pollock, and I'm just going to read the first paragraph. I don't want to get too much into the weeds here, but it's an issue, John. You know, you and Bob Ike, Jay Primmon, we all talk about. All of our customers talk about our dedicated fan base. It's important. They talk about odd shifts. And this is the way Ray started his column out. A recent letter from a horse player suggested it would be, quote, useful and good journalism, end quote, to report how much of a track's betting volume comes from computer-assisted wagering accounts typically affiliated with licensed offshore advanced deposit wagering companies that offer rebates to their customers. It's a very, very relevant question. I give Ray credit. Like us, we're all in the industry together. Uh, but th- th- this is a serious big-time issue, John. Well, absolutely, Mike. I mean, it was estimated a few years ago that the 
computer-assisted wagering handle was probably around 20% of the total handle of the racetracks. And I, I have to think since that time, it's probably gone up, especially during the pandemic when everybody stayed home and, and uh, you know, you were looking for different ways to play. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. We're betting, guys that play on a regular basis, we're, we're betting based on value. And so, you know, if you perceive five to one as a value on a horse and you bet, and then you find out during the race the horse went down to three to one, well, am I going to make the same wager at that price? Maybe not. So it, it's caused me to cut back a lot of my win betting because I don't know what the price is going to be. And, you know, it, it's up to the uh, the people that, that are taking these accounts and letting them play you know, the purpose of those accounts they're not there to make money with their wagers their, their hope is to break even because they're getting a massive rebates on the total amount bet uh, you know to come back to them after they're all done so if they break even they're going to make seven eight nine percent on their money yeah. just by breaking even so that that's their incentive you know us we have to turn the profit through the window so it's not an even playing field they're betting tons more money, so it's an important account for for everybody involved. But, you know, in, in the meantime, how do we develop new clients or new customers to the racetrack? Because if I take somebody to the track, let's say, let's bet this horse, he's 6-1, to one. Uh, the horse wins, you're high-fiving afterwards. It's, how can we pay $8? It's very hard to explain, and, and especially now as sports betting gets more and more prevalent, you know what the price is going to be when you bet your sports team. You know what the odds are going to be. You know what odds, you know, the point spread. It's not going to change. We better do something about this or we're going to lose these guys, especially the newer players, to other forms of wagering. Uh, and that's the point Ray's making, you know, and he, he did it very well, very diplomatically. John, if we can see past next week, we have to acknowledge this is a big issue. The other thing is, it inflates handle, and it's not real, because the rebates are so big, the handle is not really what you see. Uh, and therefore, it's not reflected in purse increases, big, because so much of that money bet, it, again, is rebated, John. Exactly right. Like you say, it, it's just a smoke and mirrors thing, because th- that money's all going back to those guys anyways. It never, it's like it never really went through the windows, and the the you know all the people that get a cut out of, out of the percentages of the handle they're not getting anything it just it just doesn't i mean i understand it because it makes the numbers look good uh but it just doesn't make sense and especially out here in california without any uh persons that are assisted by by other forms of wagering of gambling you know we have to do it the right way you got to put your money to the windows and we generate the purses that way and everything that goes with it but uh, I, and if you're you're stopping me from playing, or if I don't trust what the, the odds are going to be, and I'm betting less than I would, you're hurting your own self. No question, John. Uh, and, and we'll leave it there. Uh, it's 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 definitely something that's got to be addressed, John. Uh, l- let's talk about the California bread uh, situation here. Uh, I mean, so many reasons to own and breed in California. Are costs going up? Yeah, they sure are. They're going up everywhere. But there's a lot of great incentives. We've got some outstanding stallions in the state. And I know you and Bob were talking about uh, our most recent California bred uh, of the week, uh, running out of town. And that was up in Northern California, our Cowbird of the Week, Freeport Joe, who won an open allowance race at Golden Gate last Sunday. And, and just to explain how the Cowbred bonuses work, 
uh, three for four Joe's a, uh, he's a cowbred by English Channel out of a Sather Wells mare. So how about that kind of breeding for a cowbred? He was bred by Richard Barton Enterprises, owned by Larry Odbert, and trained by Gloria Haley. He picked up $19,800 for his win in the allowance race, but he also got a cowbred owner's bonus of $5,940. So he picked up over $25,000 for the win. He's got nine wins out of 23 lifetime starts, and his earnings now over $332,000. So, I mean, it, it adds up pretty quickly. If you can find one of these good cowbirds that can win allowances in the cowbird stakes, yep. I mean, you're, you're in a whole world of big money against restricted company. It makes a lot of sense. No, no question about it, John. Well stated. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, who do you like on the nine race card today at Santa Anita? We get underway at 1230. Go to the first race today, Mike. In the first race, spot number six, above suspicion. Lost all chance last time at the start. She got shuffled back to win. She ran on pretty well. That was a sprint. She's shown she can get two turns from the outside post with a clean start. I think she'll be either on the lead or right on top of the pace. And uh, the way she finished last time, she'll get the two turns. Four to one on the program. Number six, above suspicion, race one, Santa Anita. Okay, Hector Barrios up for uh, for Richard Mandela. And uh, I know you and Bob are encouraging people, hey, get into the South Point, say hello to Mary Junger. She's a uh, short time, going to be retiring, I believe, next month, John. And, boy, she's been such a, an integral part of their operation up there. Heads up the, the race book at the South Point. Great supporters of racing and the show. And uh, they can get the Lindo report when they're there as well. Absolutely. It's it's one of the most race-friendly, race horse player friendly places in Las Vegas. Get out there, give it a shot. You'll like what you see, and, and the prices are right. And, you know, they got a little football going on and everything else going on now, too. So there's some other activities if you're done playing race. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I appreciate it so much, John. All the best to you, and uh, we'll try and get lucky with above suspicion. Four to one, number six in race one today at Santa Anita. You got it, Mike. Good luck today. All right, take care. Uh, let's uh, get down Catella and say hello to Orlando Gutierrez, heads up the publicity efforts for the nighttime situation there. And uh, Orlando, good morning. Uh, you guys got uh, 10 of them tonight. You get underway at 5.15, and uh, you got a hot jock. Tell us about it. Good morning, Mike. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, Francisco Orduña Rojas is simply on fire. I think he's a little pissed. Uh, mess. Uh, upset because uh, he didn't get the riding title last year, so he's come back super strong this year. He's won 11 races from 25 miles already hmm. this season, wow. 44% win percentage, and uh, he's winning at an average odds price of $6.70, so they're not all short prices. He won uh, with a $21 horse last night, picked up a four-bagger last night, so he's been really on fire and uh, riding a lot of miles. Uh, leading the, uh, the the track here with the most mounts, 25 mounts. He's got seven tonight, so he's looking to stay hot. He's been hot all season. And by the way, Mike, uh, I owe you an answer because the last time we spoke, you asked me where that big pick six payout ticket was purchased. Uh, it paid $136,000. It was purchased here in California through TVG, Mike. Okay, and that, that was good news, and I was remiss in not mentioning that on the show last week. You got to sleep in, but I was here. I did. You had I given did. me you. the information. Okay. <laughs> uh, duly noted, that's always good to hear. And again, that hot jockey's on seven tonight, Francisco Ordunia. Uh, let's talk about tonight. Nobody hit the pick six last night. Nobody hit the pick six. Excuse me. No, they did hit the pick six. So, so we are adding $10,000 yeah. to, uh, to the pick six pool. And uh, that's been pretty consistent as far as how much money has been added to that. 
you know, it's always around $50,000, gotten as high as $95,000. We got 10 races on tap starting at 5.15 p.m., and uh, the pick six will start in race number five. Okay, terrific. $10,000 kicked in, and I know you've got the PCQHRA uh, awards deal this coming Friday night, and uh, who's the favorite to be the California Horse of the Year? Well, he, uh, the favorite will be the horse that got named uh, AQHA World Champion, I'm sure, which was impressive. He won the uh, Champion H. Gelding Award. He won the Champion H. Horse Award and then went on to win the World Champion Award. But it was really close. He won the voting 8-7 to seven over Danger. Uh, so it was very close. Uh, another person votes for Danger instead of Impressum, and uh, we'd be talking about Danger being the world champion. Hmm. But I think it'll be uh, probably a different story at the PCQHR. Array Awards, and Preston was so dominant all year long, winning three grade one races here at Los Alamitos. He has to be the favorite to be named the PCQHRA Horse of the Year. There's still tickets available for that event that will take place next Friday. $45 uh, to uh, enjoy the festivities there. It includes a nice dinner in the uh, finish line room, the Vessels Club here at Los Alamitos Racecourse. For information on tickets, call 714 236 one seven five five. That's the PCQHRA office, Mike. Terrific. First post five fifteen. Ten of them. Can we make some money for radio? I'm going to go to race number nine and the number two horse, Supreme. Four to one on the morning line. Uh, these are maidens, but this horse uh, crossed the wire first two races ago, but was was disqualified out of that victory. Came back with a solid third place finish. Got bumped around a little bit and just missed running second against a horse by the name of El Mysterio's Fire, who's uh, in this race as well at 2-1 to one odds. I'm going to go with the two, Supreme, 4-1, to one, looking for a good ride. Jesus Rios Ayala up, trainer Lindolfo Diaz there uh, saddling the horse. Good combination. Ninth race post time, 8.33. You can catch it live on FanDuel. Orlando, thank you so much. Have a great day and night there at Los Alamitos. Thanks so much, Mike. Have a great day. You bet. We'll step aside quickly. Coming back strong with XBTV's Millie Ball, Toby Terrell running the anchor lap. Hey, Speaking of FanDuel, we got Simon Bray to kick off the next hour. Going to be followed by Michelle Yu. Got a lot to talk about concerning the Big Pegasus next Saturday at Goldstream. Don't go away. When you see the Southern Cross for the first time, you understand now why you came this way. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences along with trackside promotions, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. First post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30, and fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races 
classes at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each Saturday and Sunday throughout our classic meet. The NFL playoffs are here, and you can play in our $18,000 Santa Anita Pick'em Contest every weekend. It's an online contest mixing popular sports props with $500 in prize money to the top winner each day. Again, first post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Racing fans, happy days are here again at Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering as they are now fully open for indoor dining and wagering. That's right, Sammy's Original on Lake Forest, where the 5 and the 405 collide, is once again open for off-track wagering on tracks around the country seven days a week. Just exit east at Lake Forest Drive, make an immediate right on the Lake Center Drive, and you're home at Sammy's. Sammy's Original Sports Bar and Race Book with over 120 televisions, great food, a full bar that includes 16 beers on tap also offers two fully appointed outdoor patios. Make plans now to go racing at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. For more information, call 949-716-2367. Get comfortable. Get into Sammy's. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is estate-grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Bays. Fans, visit our website, and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. It's as big as the promise, the promise of a coming day. So I'm sailing for tomorrow, my dreams are a-dying. 
And Welcome back. Up. Final segment, Hour 1, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Uh, let's get up to Santa Anita and check in with the one and only Millie Ball from XBTV. Hey, Millie, good morning. Before we talk about a selection, i got to put you on the spot a little bit about a, a really nice colt that uh, your husband, Tim Yachtin, trains. He had his first half mile uh, since winning the Los Alamitos Futurity, and uh, his name is Practical Move. Worked a half yesterday in 47-4. and four. What's going on with Practical Move? Well, as you said, it was his first work back. Um, Tim literally thought he'd just, you know, he'd run hard against some tough horses in yeah. his last three races. So he just wanted to give him some time. And so he brought him back. And actually, he worked pretty freshly. Um, I, you know, watched the work. And at the end, you know, the rider had to really take a good hold to kind of ease him down. He wanted to do more than he was asked to do. Uh, so that's a very positive sign, but he looked beautiful. He moved beautifully and uh, stayed out wide in the track, and nice. I loved everything I saw. See, now, yeah. now Tim has the same problem that all the rest of us do. Even though he's good friends, he's got to figure out a way to get away from Baffert. For, yes, you know, exactly. So His wife <laughs> might be in the program. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, I think you're going to the fourth race today for Radio Millie. Yes, I like the number five, Kiss My Cat, who's taking the dropping class. Only ran the one time, and actually I thought ran really good. Showed a ton of gate speed, and that's what we've seen from the works in the morning. A pretty zippy filly, but she should be bigger and stronger now. She's four years old. And um, when she ran against uh, Big Novel, uh, you know, Big Novel and Bold Choice were way in front of her, but she was way in front of the rest of the field against uh, Calbred Maiden Special Weight. So... I like her today in the pool. Okay, kiss my cat, and that is the beginning of the, uh, the the Rainbow Six today. By the way, Millie, we had a live horse in that six yesterday, uh, a short price horse, the rail, but uh, it didn't happen, so we carry over again. But Millie's top selection going to be race four, post time for that, 159 Pacific. Kiss my cat, Ryan Curtolo up for Kristen Mohall. And Millie, you'll be up at the gate today? Is that the plan? I w- yes, exactly. Jessica and I will be at the gate today. You like the gate, don't you, as opposed to the set? I do. I love the gate. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I feel like I'm out with my friends. <laughs> and you are, and and we enjoy seeing you out there. Millie, thank you so much. Have a great day. We'll see you at the races. Thanks, thanks, Mike. Bye. You bet. We'll close this hour out with uh, Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Uh, you can get it on track now, folks. Uh, there's no no problems with a supply chain here. The best $5 you're going to spend going to the races, that's Winner's Card, the yellow sheet, and you can also get it online at casetherace.com. Hey, Toby, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Uh, i tell you what, the racing office, to me, they've made some great moves. You know, we... We canceled last Monday. We came back on Friday, and now we've got uh, a firm turf, a fast main track, favorable weather conditions. It's looking more and more like all systems go, my friend. Oh, indeed, we're in a we're in a really nice cycle right now. You could see it with Friday's car to carry right into yesterday, and today we're going to finish mm-hmm. it off. So, uh, what I'm really happy with is what I'm seeing in the morning uh, the last few days. Yes. I thought today. I thought today we'd back off because everybody would be working yesterday, and that hasn't been the case. Okay, let's uh, let's make some money for radio. Where, where do you want to go? Well, we'll go to the last race. Uh, it's not too often that a horse gets so hyped up before it ever runs or does anything and goes into a sale, but we have that uh, situation in the last race. So much so, I had to watch 
back when this horse sold, I watched the preview. I said, that horse does look like the real deal. Sold for a million dollars, and hopefully the rest is history today for Richard Mandela uh, and the number five horse, Ruby Nell. Uh, she has been mighty impressive out here. I just hope for the right trip and a big win here uh, to cap off a big week. Ruby Nell, uh, $1.2 million to be exact. Boy, by a hot young sire, Bolt Dora. We remember him winning uh, the San Felipe uh, at Santa Anita for Mick Ruiz. Ruby Nell, number five, uh, in race nine today at Santa Anita. Post time for that, folks, 429 Pacific. Toby, keep the watch handy, and uh, knock wood, we're really heading in a very, very good direction uh, this winter at Santa Anita. Thanks so much. We'll talk next week. Okay, Mike. All right, folks, stay right where you're at. Uh, Simon Bray from FanDuel TV going to be joining us top of the hour. A lot to talk about with Simon. He was on hand to present the trophy for the featured Astra yesterday. He was her original trainer, a multiple grade one winner. And Simon going to be followed by Michelle Yu. Got a lot of shows straight ahead. Don't go away. Preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences along with trackside promotions, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. First post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30, and fans, be sure to check out our all-new first coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each Saturday and Sunday throughout our classic meet. The NFL playoffs are here, and you can play in our $18,000 Santa Anita Pick'em contest every weekend. It's an online contest mixing popular sports props with $500 in prize money to the top winner each day. Again, first post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448. 6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. The best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend, led by night racing's best bets, the Los Alamitos early and late pick fours. Plus, our nighttime $2 pick six continues to be a popular wager. Our total pick six pool on January 7th was over $200,000.
And remember, Los Alamitos will add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is also open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy the racing action from Santa Anita, Golden Gate, Aqueduct, Oaklawn, and more. For reservations in the beautiful Vessels Club, call 714-820-2681. Or if you prefer, cheer on your next winner at Burgart Sports Bar, featuring 60 HD TVs, a full bar, and plenty of wagering windows for your convenience. The best of night racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menabar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-8 mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes runout pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit bgthoroughbredfarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites
which one's going to win it? Farm away, marketry, farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles. And experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's original off-track wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide by Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabrian. Once again, a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Hour 2 Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, if you don't have any plans today, why don't you get up to Santa Anita and uh, join us for a nine-race card today. As I mentioned, an hour one, absolutely idyllic conditions. Got the San Gabriel Mountains right there, and you look to the east, you can see all the snow on Mount Baldy and so on. We're fast and firm. Nine races today, and we get underway uh, at 1230. Uh, we we are entering this morning at Santa Anita for Friday's races, and they are entering at Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita uh, for uh, Saturday's Big Pegasus World Cup Day uh, there at Gulfstream Park. So a lot to talk about here uh, in hour two. We'll be visiting with Michelle Yu in a few minutes and uh, her husband, Ryan Hansen, the trainer of the uh, upset winner of the opening day. In fact, it was the first race on opening day, the grade two Santa Anita Mathis Mile, one more bid and he's heading back there to Gulfstream to run on that incredible carb. Be talking to Michelle about that. She's going to be working as well. Right now though, as advertised, going to be checking in with Simon Bray, a longtime friend, former trainer and uh, currently just to me a superstar on, on FanDuel TV. You see him on the set quite often with Todd Shrupp and uh, he can give it and take it. Todd's a guy you got to roll with it and uh, they're great together, I'll say that. Simon Bray, good morning. Great to have you with us. Hey, Mike, thanks for the intro. I appreciate it. Great to be here. Uh, really, uh, sincerely meant, and uh, I, I can't say enough about the job you do day in, day out. It was great to have you on hand to be able to uh, present the trophy for the Astra yesterday. You were her original trainer. Uh, I, I don't know how many people know that much about Simon Bray, 
and I've known you a long time, but really, Simon, I don't know that much, so we're going to get started. Tell us about your background in England and how it was you, you, you made your way over here to Southern California. You were stabled at Hollywood Park uh, back in the early, mid-1990s. What, what's the Simon Bray story? All right, it goes back a long way, Mike. Yeah, born and raised in England, and I was always fascinated by horse racing because my father <coughs> had a substantial number of horses in training. He was an owner, businessman, got into horse racing, uh, and as you as you know, in England, horse racing, a little more of a mainstream sport there, so I became, as the usual cliche, addicted to horse racing through my dad. Fast forward, I was working um, in my dad's trainer's yard during the in, in the summer holidays, summer vacations. I would leave school literally on a Friday and go to work on a Monday from the age of about 14. The whole summer's working as a stable lad in the yard. I got an, a, a job with uh, Henry Cecil, mm. uh, Henry Cecil, as a pupil assistant trainer, worked there for about three or four years. And during that time, when I was living in Newmarket working for him, Christophe Clement, trainer on the East Coast, was assistant trainer to Luca Kamani. We became friends. Uh, he came here to the U.S., started training at Payson Park in Florida, and I came one winter to vacation with him and just fell in love with the whole idea of coming to the United States, hmm. the opportunity that, that was afforded. And sure enough, a year later, he hooked me up with a job walking hearts for Vilmot. Interesting. And then when did you, you know, come to Hollywood Park, Simon? Yeah, so I came, I worked for Bill Mark for about six or seven years through the cigar era. And then in about 1997, Alan Paulson um, obviously wanted some horses out in Southern California. So Bill didn't want to come. He asked me if I would like to train a few privately for him. So I, I started off in South Florida. Um, you mentioned Astra. She broke her maiden at Hialeah. And then in, in 1999, we came to Hollywood Park and... Uh, you know, I, I had great success there for, for several years and then transitioned into the TVG, what has now become Fando TV. Interesting. I mentioned you were her Astra's original trainer. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Paulson passed away, and then you know, it's well documented. There was a big beef with the estate and everything else. And, hey, Simon, uh, to be candid, you were kind of caught in the crossfire. Am I right? Yeah, 100% right, yeah. I was kind of the innocent party caught in the crossfire. There was, there was a big fight, as usually often is the case with big estates when they get uh, dissolved like that. Yep. Family members were fighting. I was stuck in the middle, and, and unfortunately, it all came to an end. But, you know, I had, I had a great five or six years with Alan Paulson. He afforded me a great opportunity and, and trained some good horses for him. Uh, indeed, you did. Uh, I want to talk about the race you presented the trophy for yesterday, the Astra. Uh, I am just so impressed with this this Japanese guy, kid he's like 23 i believe now uh kazushi kimura leading rider uh, at woodbine this past year uh 2019 north american eclipse award winning jockey uh he's so polished and he's one of these guys you can see he's just trying to absorb everything i gotta believe he feels like he can't get to work every day and be in that room with guys like johnny v frankie detori mike smith and so on and I, I, I thought a great ride from him yesterday. Your take on him? Yeah, I think he's phenomenal. Very polished rider, looks strong, really helps a horse in a finish. And I think that was yeah. put on display yesterday with both Duve Day. And I, I like the horse. I loved the horse in the last race, Hawker, turning back in distance. He gave that horse a great ride running down a first-time start of that final 16. He literally carried that horse home. And, and you touched on it. I mean, it's hard. We've seen a lot of top-name jockeys come west. They try to fly their trade here, and they just leave with the tail between their legs. He's come into, I think, one of the toughest jockey colonies in the last 10, 15 years yes. in Southern California with the riders you mentioned. And he's starting to make an impact. He really is. 
no question about it. And uh, it, I mentioned in hour one, just a strong hand ride aboard Hawker. And i got to give Bob Ike some props. He loved this horse on air yesterday here on AM830. 1680, the Wind Mutual. I hope you cashed, uh, Simon. Yeah, I didn't realize Bob liked him. I'm a big, big fan of Bob. I have a lot of respect for him. But, uh, yeah, I gave – he was he's my topic in a race game now on Fandle TV as well. I really liked him just – with that six-and-a-half furlong distance, the turn back is key for me. Exactly. Simon, I want to talk something else, too, and that, that is the way we have uh, we've changed, and a lot of it brought about by a, a disastrous winner here three years ago. But in terms, and this is from the CHRB as well, when we're looking at inclement weather, and, and not even sometimes if it's in front of us, but the potential for off-tracks, we're being very proactive these days. And they say you need to change in life. We have, to, in, in this regard, I'm knocking on wood so far, and the meat is very young, Simon, just 11 days in the books. But I think this is a very intelligent way to, to approach things. We're not always going to be right. But I think if you can go like we did this past Friday, which was scheduled to be a dark day, when we knew the conditions would be much better than they would have been for the holiday Monday you know, last week, it, 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 it makes sense to do things this way now, Simon. I, I really think so. I think the management at First Racing in Santa Anita have done a, a particular job in turning around what was, as you said, a complete disaster. I mean, we hit rock bottom, and, yeah. and fortunately now we're on an uphill climb. And I, I totally agree with you. I've never been a fan of racing when it's torrential downpour. One of the last in that horrible period we have, I don't want to hop on it, uh, we were covering the race out Santa Anita, and there was an absolute deluge, and we were still running. That's behind us. I think we've changed. We've got to adjust. I know people don't like change. They don't like to adjust. It's very hard at the beginning. But you, you have to evolve, and you have to move forward. And as a former trainer, I see both sides of the story. It, it's funny when you, you train a bit on the backside, and then you come over to the other side of the fence. You can see both sides of the story. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I really respect management and what they're doing. I you don't want to be out there, let alone the horses want to be out there, let alone the jockeys. It's the right thing to do. And let's be honest, the number of cancellations for weather in Southern California, you could have probably count them on one hand yeah. on a calendar year. It doesn't happen very often. Yes, and the fact that we're running basically a three-day week now, hey, we got other options, you know, yeah. and if we miss a day, we can pick it up. Now, from a trainer's standpoint, uh, I can see it. Like, you know, we we postponed the lock and Yato week well, then that, that means maybe the timing for the next one, uh, not a week, a, a day, but there was another stake that, that, we, that we postponed. And so if you're looking at, at, at two bingo squares down the road, timing becomes an issue. I get it. It's not a perfect world. And I'm, I, I'm a traditionalist, Simon. I'm very guilty of saying, hey, this is the way we've done it. Well, just because you've, you've done it that way in this time at the moment doesn't mean it's still the right way to do it. It doesn't mean it isn't. You got to take it on a case by case basis. Simon Bray, our, our time is short. Uh, don't tell Todd, but can you give us a winner for for radio today? I don't want him to ruin oh, our price. Oh, he won't. He'll 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 go the other way. What I say, he yeah. does the absolute opposite. What I say, so that's fine. I like it when I give out horses and he doesn't bet them. Um, yeah, race number seven, Mike. Uh, wide open race to two Scotland, eight to one morning line. A little bit of a price in there, and again, the angle I touched on it with Bork yesterday. It's the turn back in distance. That's a competitive race. Scotland's had one sprint on the grass. That was at Delmark five furlongs. Two short, I think. It was closing late. Solid effort. Today gets six furlongs. 
and I just love the turn back. Vasquez for Rob Bob Hess. I think that horse is worth a little bit of a punt at eight to one on the morning line. That's six furlongs out of the turf shoot. Simon says, take a shot with number two, Stotland. As he noted, Ramon Vasquez uh, up for trainer Bob Hess. Post time for race seven, 329. Simon, really enjoyed the time and uh, hope to have you on from time to time. Uh, thank you so much and continued success uh, there on FanDuel. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks so much. Yep, I'd love to come back, and I'll see you out of San Diego later today. Okay, sounds terrific. And uh, as advertised, going to be joined now by uh, Michelle Yu. Does such a great job on our uh, simulcast signal and for XBTV. Michelle, good morning. How's things? Oh, good morning, Mike. It was better until Simon stole my best bet of the day, so I'll have to come up with something different now. Well, uh, okay, but <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and take credit along with Simon. There, there's no... Oh, there we go. No, no problem with that. Like I just gave Bob Ike credit along with Simon for yesterday's uh, last race winner, Hawker. Uh, I noted earlier you and your husband Ryan Hansen uh, going to be heading uh, back to South Florida. Uh, he's going to be saddling one more bid. Who was the upset winner of the Grade Two Mathis Mile uh, here on opening day? And what are you up to back there, Michelle? Uh, I'm actually working for Gulfstream. Going to be on the simulcast signal out there for their big weekend. Okay, great. And tell us about the specific race. I know we're entering this morning uh, that that uh, that Ryan's looking for, uh, y- you know, for one more bid on Saturday. Um, you know, this race was not originally in the book. It was kind of like go from the Mathis to possibly the Thunder Road, which was a really good jumping spot for him. Um, but this race kind of came across the desk, and the owners, the co-owners, were really keen on going. Uh, to be a part of a really big day, you know, especially California Racing Partners is a newer mm-hmm. partnership, and they want to be involved in a lot of the big races. So this is a really good opportunity for them to take a horse to one of the biggest races that we have um, out here, especially at this time of year. And obviously his resume is maybe not on par with some of the horses he'll be facing because he's just barely broken his maiden, but he jumped right into safe company with a plum. I thought he looked really valiant in that win in the Mathis Mile. I mean, he held off Balnikov and Balnikov had every chance to go by. Right. And we know Balnikov's form is true. So, you know, because the horse hopefully is on the upswing and it'll make him a little bit competitive um, in the picture. So is this race going to be a mile on grass or at Gulfstream Saturday? It's a mile and an eighth. Okay. But if you watch his gallop out from the Mathis mile, I don't think that that's going to be a problem necessarily. Okay. And the purse? A million bucks, I believe. Okay. So this is this is uh, this is the turf classic, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, that that should be pretty easy for or me the, to process. The Pegasus World Cup Turf Invitational, I believe, is the uh, okay. whole title of that. Okay, good enough. And then when do the horses fly back? Um, so we leave on the Tuesday flight, so they'll be out of here um, Tuesday morning, and allegedly we'll be landing at about or at Gulfstream by about seven o'clock Gulfstream time that evening. Terrific. And, and, you know, on the racetrack, you kind of get to know the little kids, the families. You guys are doing such a great job with your team, Olivia and Spencer. They're, they're still really <laughs> little. They're at the barn a lot. Can, can you just tell us, Michelle, as a mother and also a person who's just, you, you're, you're all in with this industry, what do the horses mean to your little kids? Oh, so much. I mean, even though we everyone says, you know, oh, horses are, are a business. To us, they're a lot of family, too. When a horse gets claimed, that's Olivia's favorite. I mean, there's weeks of devastated crying. You know, you would think that grandma moved away to another country. Yeah. Uh, she still goes over to the barn, to like other people's barns, to visit some of her favorites. And 
it's just their, you know, their lives every day. Right now, I'm talking to you, Mike. I'm driving a uh, two-year-old around, and Olivia and Spencer are behind me, just holding reins. So they, yeah. it's part of their everyday being. It's just ingrained into them, and I'm, I'm glad to be able to give them that experience because I wasn't raised um, like this. So I'm really glad they get to be. Well, they're they're getting just a, a, a tremendous uh, a growing up, I guess you could say. Uh, Olivia, how old is she now? She's your first one. She is six, about to turn seven, and yeah. she is our horse girl. Actually, she's excited today. She made a set of silks because she had her first racehorse. Uh, her first racehorse <laughs> didn't end up making the races, yeah. and so she gives us her silks are here, and she's desperate for them to be worn. So her silks <laughs> get to get to debut today uh, on Maven. And I know she brings some of her little friends out to the barn occasionally, so it's all good. That's the point I'm making. All right, listen, Simon took your horse away, Stotland, in race seven. Who, who does Michelle you like for radio today? All right, I'm going to go then with Manarelli <clears throat> because I loved this horse in the Las Flores turning back in distance. I thought she ran a bang-up second. She was uh, looking really good late. She finished behind Lady T, and she scored along the morning line. So if I'm close to that, I'm really pleased with her on the class drop. Okay, so Manarelli, that's uh, race eight, number one from the rail. Six furlongs on the main track. Again, four to one. Victor Espinosa for Luis Mendez, as you noted, Solid second at a big number, twenty six to one, in the Grade Three loss. I was all floors. over her that day, Mike. I, I so I can't back off her now again. Plus her company, right? Yeah, I, I tell you what, I don't know who's louder during the running of a race, Michelle Yu <laughs> or Lenny Powell's oldest daughter. I, it, it's a dead. Oh heat. yeah. You, you, you know guys. what, though? She's got a little bit more high-pitched scream than me, and mine is a little <laughs> bit more um, R-rated. <laughs> well, it, it tends to be. I didn't want to go there. Hey, anyway, Michelle, I, I know you're busy. Really, really enjoy your work on the uh, on the simulcast signal. You'll be on the set again with Peter Lurie, correct? Uh, it'll actually be me and Jess Piper on the set today. Okay. Uh, so 2000, a change up. Yeah, 2021 Eclipse Award-winning uh, jockey, right? Yes, she is. Okay, uh, looking forward to that very, very much. So, and thanks so much, uh, uh, Michelle. Good luck down in Florida. And I know Ryan's got a couple in today, but they're claiming horses, so I didn't want to go there. All the best to you. I oh, appreciate it, Mike. Appreciate it, uh, Michelle. You from Santa Anita, guys. We're going to take uh, this time out just a little bit early. Be coming back strong with uh, Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. He'll be followed by Bob Mazursky, and of course on the back end, Toby Callett from South Florida. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. That and more straight ahead. This is Thoroughbred LA. Sometimes it hurts so badly I must cry out loud I am lonely I am yours, you are mine, you are what you are You make it hard Remember what we've said and done Angels Radio, AMA 30.
Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is estate grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Baines. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Don't let the past remind us of what we are not now. 
you are what you are. You make it hard. Tearing yourself away from me now. And welcome back, Hour 2 Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Uh, hey, listen, folks, if you're looking for a great place to play the races, you want to duck the traffic, uh, and there's never any charge to park or admission. They got plenty of live clerks and a whole bunch of self uh, betting terminals. Outstanding food and beverage presentation, as well as audio visual. And uh, Mr. Bob Ike will readily attest to all of this. Head over to the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. Uh, you'll be glad you did. Tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Well, let's get up to Las Vegas uh, right now and say hello to a hot handicapper on behalf of BetOnBruce.com, Bruce Finkelstein. Hey, Bruce, good morning, and on behalf of the listeners, congrats on a nice winner, $9.20 last Sunday at Golden Gate Fields on Mr. Navigation. Well done. Thanks a lot. Yeah, they're kind of a, a new rider uh, was kind of surprised. Uh, is, it's, it's Chavez is his last name. I don't know exactly, Mike, where he's from, but he has made an impact um, in Northern California in the last few months. So he's, he's a rider to look out for. He wrote a great race on uh, Mr. Navigator for me that uh, on Sunday. All I know about him is he's not Chop Chop. So uh, <laughs> there you go, yeah. I don't know where he is these days. But, uh, hey, anyway, Bruce... Uh, Oh, you got a friend there. Uh, yeah, nine, I got everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> nine of them at Golden Gate, and uh, they get underway at 1245 up there. Uh, where are we going to go for radio to kick things off here? Let's go to the seventh race, Mike, for a former Southern California runner, the two-horse, Muay Thai. This is a horse that originated in uh, Great Britain and actually broke maiden on the synthetic track. About a year ago, he won a turf sprint here in Southern California. So he's done well on synthetic and on um, on grass. He came off a layoff, and a difficult assignment it was. He ran against a tougher group uh, for 12-5 at a mile. The front runner by the name of Diamond Blitz. This is a very fast horse that he chased throughout and made a move to about the second turn, top of the lane. He expectedly kind of got tired, but, boy, that should really serve him well. It's a level dropping class. He is a late running sprinter. Second off a layoff. He should be good to go here uh, at a nice price. So seventh race, let's go with the two. Muay Thai uh, at 8-1 to one on the morning line. Okay, and uh, looking at post time for that at 3.44. Bruce, before we get a selection from you at Santa Anita, I want to run yesterday's asterisks by you because I was interested in something you had to say with uh, Bob and John uh, yesterday morning here on Thoroughbred L.A., uh, apparently, you got a look at what ended up being the post-time favorite at eight to five, Australia Mia, Chilean bred. She was a multiple Group Two winner in Chile, but looking at the PPs, uh, just about you, you know you, you didn't know about her style of running. This was a race on paper that was devoid of pace, and it turned out that way. Uh, but you noted on air that it, it, you thought that she would be laying up close. She did with Frankie Detorian. To me, she had the look of a horse that needed the race. I would expect she'll step forward off of that effort uh, next time out. You know, she looked a little better on paper. I have to be honest with you, Mike, and I'm not playing Monday morning quarterback. It looked a little better on paper than when I watched her on video. I watched her last mile and a quarter races uh, on the Internet. Uh, her big win two races ago, it was a front runner that opened up a huge lead. She kind of inherited the lead in that particular race. So I think the margin 
it was a little bit phony there, the way she mm. won. She ran okay. And then last time, she's, this time she laid the next race where she ran second. She laid up closer, and once she made the lead, and she kind of did this yesterday, she kind of waited on horses mm. a little bit in the lane. And I think we saw that yesterday. I don't know that a mile and a half, maybe, maybe she's not a mile and an eighth horse, but I think she needs to maybe turn back a little bit for her best. Well, her form looked good on paper, but that, that's, that's what, you know, the luxury of the videos, Mike. Uh, that, I know. Right. I mean, we get so little information. Uh, we get one, we get the finish call on, on a horse coming, you know, international run. You don't get to see how they ran early on, and, and you really get, obviously, the picture is three-dimensional when you watch the video. So you know, it's a great, great tool. Just got to be a little diligent finding sometimes these races these international races, but uh, it makes a big difference. Well, that's where I'm going with you, Bruce. Uh, wh- where, where do we go like to look at races, you know, archived from Chile? And we've talked about Europe before, but wh- what, what websites are you utilizing? So on this particular case yesterday, um, the race two back, I believe I was able to watch RTN. I know you know that product, right? Yeah, I, I, I subscribe, but... Five bucks a month for anything in California, it's free. Exactly. Well, they have a big library of uh, replays also. They have different plans. Uh, They actually carried those Chilean races at Gulfstream Park that day. So I was able to go to Gulfstream Park and look the race up. It was later on after the Gulfstream races were over. I was able to find it. Now, the other race was a little harder to find. I actually went to the website where the horse ran. It was Club Hippico in Chile. Mm-hmm. Go to you look up the website and up pops. The websites are great. You, you click on the calendar; they give you the results and the video of the race. So nice. sometimes it's just as easy as that. Just look up the race track, yeah. and then website that has video on it. Right, that's interesting. All right, let's uh, let's come south to Santa Anita. We don't have a stake race today. Got some interesting maiden races, no doubt about it, on turf and dirt. Nine and all, we get underway at twelve thirty. What are we doing for radio? I'm going to go to the seventh race. Apologies to John Hardoon. We always try to kind of co- coordinate our picks. <laughs> it didn't work out today. Uh, I owe you one, John, on this one. Let's go to the seventh race. Uh, I think the one horse for giving spirit is a one-trick pony, and this is the trick. Six furlongs at Santa Anita. He has a maiden win here at this distance on the flat course. Go back three races ago, Mike. I thought this horse was super game. Sitting inside, kind of in tight quarters. Right off the leaders, he shot through on the inside. Good finish, running down who's candy. I think this is really what he needs. He's going to probably be chasing uh, Conch Daddy. He'll sit just behind him. But I think these are favorable, favorable conditions for this guy today. Seventh race, I feel with the one for giving spirit four to one on the morning line. And they go back to the Bug Boy, so uh, they get a few, seven pounds off here. And uh, the Bug Boy, uh, you know, Abdul Alsagor. Uh, he's the last guy to win on this horse. That was three back, uh, back on October 8th here at Santa Anita. At the same trip, six furlongs out of the, the turf shoot. You'll get the four to one. I, I really think so, Bruce. I think so, with a couple of kind of ugly running lines coming in. Mike, what was so impressive about Alcicor's ride that day is he really hung in there on the inside. It was tight. And look where he draws again. So I'm not fearful. I think, it, you know, same place, same time kind of play here with, uh, with Forgiving Spirit. Okay, sunny skies forecast into the new week at Santa Anita. What's up at betonbruce.com? Full card analysis at Santa Anita, late races at Gulfstream Park. We have the late races 
put a late pick four together for you at Golden Gate. I know there are lots who like to play the Golden Hour bets, so I'd lay that out for you too. Check it out on betonbruce.com. Bruce, uh, all the best. We'll try and make it two weekends in a row with a winner on air. Again, nice job last week uh, up, up at Golden Gate Fields with Mr. Navigator at 920. Have a great day. Good luck. Take care, Mike. You bet. Uh, all right, we'll finish up uh, this segment with uh, top handicapper Bob Mazursky. You, you can catch his graded handicap uh, along with his own morning line in all the SoCal News Group papers each racing day in Southern California. Hey, Bob, good morning. Uh, your, your beloved Packers are out of the post uh, the postseason tournament. Got a couple of big games today. Uh, as you know, any strong feeling, Buffalo, Cincinnati, or the Niners and the Cowboys uh, later on this afternoon? Buffalo, uh, Cincinnati, they could go either way. It's supposedly going to snow there. And the other game I really like, uh, the 49ers, I think, honestly, they're the best team in the NFL overall. As long as the quarterback keeps playing the way he is, I think they're the best team. Uh, well, according to Ron Flatter, they're now a four-point favorite. It moved uh, from three-and-a-half over the Cowboys. So your best bet there is going to be uh, the 49ers at home. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, Dallas, you know, they looked really good last week, but Tampa Bay was not a good team all year. And, no. you know, they got more hype than they should have because of their quarterback. But uh, Dallas, you know, looked good, and they had some games this year where they've looked very, very good, but the 49ers are a whole different animal. And I'll say this, uh, you know, Cincinnati, apparently their they're O-line, they're missing two very important guys today. That line, according to Ron Flatters, moved from 5.5 to 6, Buffalo favored at home, but... Bob, I'm just a huge Joe Burrow guy. This guy, he loves the bright lights. And uh, I, I just, you know, they, they got to the finale last year. They might just find a way today uh, with Buffalo at home. And turnovers could be a big, big factor. We'll wait and see. But uh, it's going to be interesting. Apparently, the weather, not good. No, I, I know. And it's going to be a war at my daughter's house because her, my daughter and her husband are big. Bengals fans, and my grandson Bennett is a big Bills fan, so it's going to be quite the show there at that house. Well, that makes things interesting. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Bob, nine races today at Santa Anita. Uh, Where are you going? I'm going to the second race. I like the outside horse that just won under the lights at Los Al Saturday Heist. Uh, We had a nighttime winner there yesterday, Horn of Plenty, who scored an upset in race five. Saturday Heist has proven at Santa Anita. She's won twice here. There's not a lot of pace in this race for a sprint, so I think from the outside she might be able to control things under Jackie Lewis Contreras, who doesn't get a lot of opportunities, but he's shown he certainly shown he can ride here. You know, he's a top rider at Woodbine, and uh, I think he's given the opportunity he can ride with anybody. So number six in race two, Saturday Heist. Uh, all right. Uh, Val Brinkerhoff and uh, Luis Contreras teaming up here. Race two post time going to be at about 1 o'clock. And Bob... Uh, in addition to the uh, the SoCal News Group papers, your stuff is also available at todaysracingdigest.com. That is right. Had a good day on Friday. We gave out the late pick five that paid over $1,400, so it was a nice day on uh, Friday. Listen, enjoy the football today, and uh, keep keep the peace, Bob. All right. Thanks, Mike. Take care. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Going to step aside a little bit early, be heading to South Florida, say hello to Toby Callett, and then uh, Jonathan Hardoon of the Raggers and Sheets. Take two, coming out to Santa Anita uh, to finish things off, as we always do. Folks, stay with us. This is Thoroughbred LA. Forever. Yes, for I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. Angels Radio AM 830
Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences along with trackside promotions, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. First post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30, and fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each Saturday and Sunday throughout our classic meet. The NFL playoffs are here, and you can play in our $18,000 Santa Anita Pick'em contest every weekend. It's an online contest mixing popular sports props with $500 in prize money to the top winner each day. Again, first post time for a nine-race card on Sunday is at 12.30. From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Bays. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. 
This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. And welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And I uh, want to acknowledge Robin Barreto made doing a great job assisting Leilani Mabree uh, here inside at the Big A in Anaheim, where we do this show, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, pretty much every Sunday morning throughout the year. Listen, Thoroughbred owners and breeders, uh, if you're looking for a full-service facility, and I mean from conception to starting gate, professionally managed by Marcos Menavar with uh, about five decades in this business. Get out to BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. They're just 90 miles from Santa Anita, Los Alamitos, and Del Mar. They've got everything. Boarding, breaking, layups, fooling, state-of-the-art veterinary care. Check out their stallion roster for 2023, headed by graded stakes winning sprinter Capital Account, and they are riding high right now at BG Thoroughbred Farm. George Yeager's Lugan Knight, uh, a winner of the $150,000 Jerome going a one-turn mile at Aqueduct. He's on the Derby Trail. That was back on January 7th. That's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Give Marcos Menavar a call out there tomorrow morning, 951-654-9100. Let's get to South Florida right now and check in with Toby Callett on behalf of, uh, well, it's on behalf of tobycallett.com. It's pretty easy. Toby, good morning. How are you? I'm great, Mike. How about you? Doing good. Uh, you know, kind of sad with the passing of David Crosby. It wasn't all that unexpected, but uh, some great music back in the day. I know you agree. Oh, absolutely. It's like uh, you know, we talked about sometime uh, not long ago about uh, you know this and that, and then you think, oh my God, that's fifty years ago. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, you look around and you know look at all the people that have passed away that uh, you remember like it was yesterday. So uh, yeah. I guess that's the way life is. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, we put uh, what they, some, some people call them alike on, uh, on Pete Rose uh, a couple of weeks ago. Remember, we were talking about him. Uh, this past week, he showed up in my neighborhood at an autograph uh, store uh, signing autographs. Wow. So I didn't see him, and I didn't know until, until it aired on the news. But yeah. uh, it's funny how you know, he was like two miles away from my house. Uh, just this week, and we just spoke about him on the air. So. Interesting. You know, speaking <laughs> of David, speaking of David Crosby, I was telling Leilani off air. Uh, I actually went and saw Stephen Stills one time. Must have been about 1977 at the Hollywood Bowl, and uh, well, oh. it was a long evening, uh, and and it didn't really go that well on a personal level. But the music was great. Uh, I'll put it to you that way, Toby. It's it's funny how you remember. Yes, indeed. The, the really good ones and the. The ones that were complete dead. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. They've never done that. Uh, but yeah. uh, Stills did his job, believe me. Anyway, let's talk horse racing. Uh, ten of them at Gulfstream. They're already underway. What's the weather like down there in South Florida? It's beautiful, though. That, uh, that adds to the uh, conundrum of uh, what occurred in the second race today. Uh, they scratched down to, uh, uh, to a four-horse field, and by the time they loaded in the gate, there were three of them. Hmm. <laughs> it was uh, wind-betting uh, Wind betting only, and uh, they refunded the tries and the supers, which is obvious. But uh, 
the rest of the card is is pretty good. Uh, our radio plays in the nightcap, which just so happens to be one of these coast to coast pick five races, and uh, this will be no uh, no spot for the faint hearted. Uh, my top pick in here is only twenty to one on the morning line, and uh, might uh, might make for the uh, the separation factor when they get done paying off in the uh, coast to coast pick five. And, and Toby, I'm, I'm hearing from more and more people. This coast-to-coast five, it's a good bet. You know, it's a low takeout, 15%, and five races, Gulfstream, Santa Anita. I really think this thing's starting to catch on. I I couldn't agree with you more. There would be two Toby tweaks that uh, I would make, and uh, neither one do I feel is offensive. The first one is, is on the days, especially when there's involving the states, like maybe next week with the Pegasus, I don't know if that'll be part of the... Uh, the coast-to-coast pick dive or not. But when you have big fields and the weather's cooperating, uh, maybe a guarantee of, uh, of some sum of hmm. money. Again, I don't want to spend other people's monies. I don't like it when somebody wants to spend mine. But that might be a thought, at least on the big days. And the other thing is, is I haven't noticed where the prospective payoffs have been listed or posted hmm. going into the final leg. I see. Uh, that, would, that wouldn't be a bad wrinkle either, uh, Again, um, you know, full disclosure is great, especially a guy that's maybe alive with a couple of horses and you know, there's one he left out and maybe he's thinking, is it worthwhile for me to make a couple of big back to savers or, or something like that, which again, will only add to the handle, the overall handle, mm-hmm. the particular racetrack that the last leg is in. Well, food, but, uh, food for thought, Toby. But uh, it, it is a great, uh, a, a great play. And uh, uh, again, today, for me, it, it looks like a really good spot, and I don't mind sharing the, my choice in the 10th race. And that's number four, Macon Bank. Macon Bank, as I say, is only 20 to 1 on the morning line. He's coming off a three synthetics. I can't hold it against him that he doesn't like synthetics because neither do I. So it's all good. Uh, he's dropping down, he's make plunging in class. Second start for a sneaky, sharp trainer. I, I look for uh, Macon Bank. To make his presence felt in here, and if he gets the money, we're going to get the money. Behind him are the obvious horses, the two good soldiers, the, the nine, media sensation, named after you, I think, and the three, order of magnitude. That's four, two, nine, three. It could be all you and me today, Mike, in today's 10th at Goldstream. Okay, well, I sure hope so. And uh, post time for race 10 at Goldstream, 438 Eastern. And Toby, uh, tell us about the website. Well, it's pretty simple. It's all Gulfstream all the time. Uh, three key plays every day are ever popular horses worth a closer look to the people that I know um, are very interested in playing the horizontals. And uh, we come up with some good nuggets in there. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had uh, $30, 40 $50 winners uh, uh, earlier in the meet. And, uh, you know, for playing those multiple gimmicks, uh, they, you know, they're all derived from watching the films. So uh, if uh, you don't have the time to do that part of the work, there's your chance to uh, to jump on board. Toby, last thing, and uh, we haven't talked in advance, two of, I know, the biggest passions in your life, what we do here, horse racing and the game of golf. Uh, John Rahm has been going head-to-head with, with the rookie down here in the desert at, at La Quinta. I just want to ask you, as a far more than casual uh, golfing fan and participant, I assume you're still a pretty low handicap is your interest the same in watching the PGA on, on TV as it was maybe a year and a half ago before this whole live thing uh, in, entered into the equation? Well, if you remember when it started, and we talked about it, and I said, you know, there's all these guys out there that you and I, and that's 
including me, had never heard of. And here we go now. We have a Sunday with a guy that, what are we going to say, 1% or 2% of the, uh, of, of the viewing public uh, maybe knew who he was uh, a year ago. That, and, that's uh, Davis Thompson, right, the rookie? And, yeah. And yeah. it's just like, you know, in, in, in the game of horse racing, I love maiden first-time starters. Exactly. Either, either based on pedigree or, or, or based on seeing them train or whatever it may be. The game of golf has a pipeline better than any sport that we know. Well said. Baseball that we both love. There's plenty of guys coming along. And the interesting thing for me, it's like when, you know, when they go to the Players' Championship uh, in March, you know, I've played TPC Sawgrass now a dozen times. <clears throat> um, the course they're playing today, uh, I actually played uh, Bobby Newman, was out at Del Mar visiting when I was at Del Mar one year. And we drove from Del Mar, and we played La Quinta Mountain in the morning, and we played uh, PGA West in the afternoon. <clears throat> and we're on that par five where it has that deep bunker. And Newman, because you know Newman, he's, he's a bit of a wise guy. He marked my ball on the green, and he threw, threw the ball down into the bunker. He said, go ahead, Mr. Sandman. Show me what you got. <laughs> right? And, and you know, the golfing gods were looking right at it. And uh, sure enough, you know, I got it, not only got it up and out, but it was right at it. He had to dive to get out of the way. <laughs> It, it was, it was uh, poetry in motion. Good stuff. Too. The guy you're referring to is the voice of Prairie Meadows, Bobby Newman, correct? Right, right. Yeah. Of, of Calder and, uh, yeah. you know, the, the consummate, West Coast, uh, consummate Weisenheimer. Yeah. Yeah, consummate Weisenheimer. He's a cowbred, you know, yeah. uh, formerly of Beverly Hills, uh, so on and so forth. But, yes, I know the golf course, and when they have these tournaments, it's especially fun to watch and see how guys negotiate because you remember – you know, at least, you know, some of the well, iconic holes there of uh, what you might yeah. have done. So. Uh, Part of what you're saying, is, as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, all-star teams don't win championships. And when you're talking to PGA, now we've got this kid, obviously not, not many of us knew who he was, Brooke Thompson, coming in. I mean, he had a bunch of eagles in a row. The PGA Tour has been a font of new talent. And I think that's a good thing. we got to leave it there, Toby. Thank you so much. Try and get lucky. Uh, race 10 today, Goldstream number 4, Macon Bank. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mike. All right, uh, let's get back to Saratoga Springs. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon. John, come on out to Santa Anita. we got nine of them. Yeah, Mike, you do have nine of them. And uh, interesting listening to Toby and everyone else. Another good show. Let's look at the sixth race today, Mike. Uh, this is a mile in the 16th. It's a maiden event. And there's an interesting horse in here, number three, Tiz Top. Uh, this is a three-year-old originally from the Douglas Millburn. Yeah, it's six and a half furlongs first out just seven days ago. The fact that he brings this horse back on seven days, stretches him out today, ranked the Toronto board to ride. He's listed at 12 to 1 on the morning line. He actually ran sneaky well first out. The figure was good. So he peaks that race and makes a forward move off of it. He'll be right there. The price is right. Number three, Tiz Top. Upsets and wins today, six lanes out of San Anita. Frankie Detoria taking over here for Doug O'Neill, post time for race six uh, at 2.59, and uh, hoping that maybe you, you can have a sheet number on instant coffee with Bob and John next Saturday here on AM830, John. Well, actually, I'm not going to be on, Mike, but I will text it to you. I'm going oh. at uh, golf screen, so. That, that's right, you're uh, part of the show. You got invited. <laughs> I got invited. I, I'm not turning down the invite. This oh, time. that should be uh, fun. That That's going to be a ton yeah. of fun. And, of course, likely Cyberknife, uh, likely the favorite, 
in the $3 million uh, Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Entering this morning for that. Any butterflies, John? Yeah, I'm sure there are. I mean, we just want to get a good place tonight. Or if the horse go out and have a fair chance. And uh, that's all you could ask for. And it's going to be an interesting week. Everyone flies down to Florida on yeah. Tuesday. So we will have fun this week. Well, man, you're, you're going to run into some hipsters down there from South Beach. It's a, <laughs> it's a happening. I'm sure you've heard about it. But, uh, man, I can't wait to see the post position draw and, and see how this all shakes out. Excited for you. Looking forward to having you back here uh, the day after that Pegasus World Cup Invitational a week from today. Tell us about J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. What's there, John? Three best place, $10, full card, $25. Today we have Aquids up, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, and Oakland Selection. John, you sound healthy. Stay that way and have fun in Florida, huh? Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet. Uh, once again, folks, thanks to everybody here at the Big A for helping us out once again through this two-hour journey. Hope you enjoyed the show, and thanks to all of our sponsors. Without them, we wouldn't be here. We'll see you next week, and hope to see you at Santa Anita today. Nine of them at 1230. So long. the thoroughbred los angeles brought to you by the all-new bit tavern in south arcadia just off the corner of 10th and live oak and by uncle kimo's kona coffee you can taste the aloha the preceding was a paid program opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of ama 30 its owners or management angels radio ama 30 KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire, where Angels baseball lives. Register your little angel for the 2023 Junior Angels Kids Club, presented by OC Waste and Recycling. Members receive four ticket vouchers, a drawstring bag, and more for only $20 plus shipping. To purchase your Junior Angels Kids Club kit, visit angels.com slash junior angels. Every day, friends, family, and neighbors struggle with emotional pain. For some, this can include thoughts of suicide. Though the warning signs can be subtle, they are there. Go to suicide is prevent.